Welcome to America's Talking. Today, I'm pleased to be speaking with Scott Bertram. Scott is a journalist and a radio broadcaster who serves as general manager of WRFH, the radio station at Hillsdale College in Michigan, where he is also a lecturer in journalism. I really don't know the answer to this question. Was it something inherent in the medium that made conservative talk radio so much more dominant than progressive talk radio? Or was it simply just a disparity in talent across that spectrum? I get asked this question often. I talk about it in my classes here at, at Hillsdale. You know, why is conservative radio so um, ascended, so popular? Why can't liberals sort of get a foothold? And there are there are hosts out there. Tom Hartman has a pretty good audience. I've talked to him a few times. He's done some panels with us at, at Hillsdale in, in D.C. But I think there's a couple of reasons. One is is the entertainment factor we just talked about. I, many of the shows that I've heard don't keep that entertainment factor in mind. One of the reasons that conservative radio was able to blossom when it did is because conservatives knew inherently, inherently, that so much of the media uh, had a center-left perspective and uh, a center-left bias. And so when something different came along, it was unique. And you had to go there to experience it. You couldn't get it in many other, you know, all the other sources that like ABC, NBC, CBS, you know, on the list, Post, Times. One of the big reasons, and I'm, I'm surprised this isn't a more obvious reason, uh, reason for people, but that's okay, because I, I don't mind explaining it. And that is that NPR exists, and it's really popular. And again, it has a left-of-center perspective to its stories. And it's taxpayer-funded in ways, and certainly stations themselves raise money from donors, but there is taxpayer funds that go to, to fund NPR and its programming. And so you have a, an audience that is built in, uh, loyal, so loyal they, they, they give money themselves to, to support the cause, and to try to break in and break out against NPR, which is in every city, in every market across the country, is a really hard thing. And um, I, I think that's underplayed, how much of the, of the liberal talk audience is essentially locked in to their local NPR affiliate and wouldn't and don't have a real interest in finding it elsewhere on the radio. Got it. So part of the explanation is simply the medium arose and it served as a vehicle for something that was countercultural in the sense that a liberal bent in media traditionally was dominant and this new medium of talk radio came up and that happened to be where conservatives could go Mm -hmm. to consume content. So they had maybe a built-in advantage there. But then to your second point, so I'm recording this from Chicago. The, the most popular morning radio station in Chicago is WBEZ, the, PB, the, yes. the, the NPR affiliate in Chicago. So it does seem, would you say that they're on somewhat equal footing just in terms of listenership now oh, uh, yes. across the uh, political spectrum on radio? Yes. If, if, you consider, uh, if you consider NPR to be a, a form of a liberal talk radio network, which I think it's perfectly fair to do so. And you look at some of the ratings in major cities like Chicago and, and really uh, a lot of the major cities, the top 50 cities across the country. And, um, uh, you know, radio listenership <laughs> is always a, a, a difficult science to try to get an exact number. But again, generally, um, you know, I, I think you look at the, you know, the Hannity's and the Levin's of the world on the right, and you look at, um, the, the national NPR programs that are presented. And if you were to sort of try to count up the audience across the country, 
I think they'd be pretty equal. I mean, again, if we're a 50-50 country, I think the radio listenership is pretty close to 50-50 when you consider all the conservative talk radio hosts against liberal hosts plus NPR. Mm-hmm.